why do you wanna? <laughs> why? Why do you wanna? Uh, why do you wanna name this okay stranger is such a terrible freaking name? Why? It's not terrible. I mean, it's cool. It's like, well, what, there's okay. Why? Where does it oh. come from? Where does this idea come from? I'm, I'm, I'm just about to tell you. You just, if you let me tell, tell you, I'll no, tell you. Hold on. So, I can't, I can't, hold on. I can't tell you because I have to first introduce this, right? We have to do like an introduction. So I am Artem. And the other line is? Hi, I'm Mila. Good enough. And we're going to do a podcast, an inaugural podcast. We're going to talk about um, a lot of different topics that Mila and I typically talk about anyway for hours on end and i just thought it might be interesting for people in the real world not in our world but in the real world to hear what we say um because we touch on things that i think everybody likes to think about sometimes so of course the topic du jour um is uh what are we going to need this thing because it was kind of a spontaneous idea i don't really know what to call it uh, but Mila had this idea of calling it OK Stranger, which I think is terrible. So now I want to hear from Mila where this idea came from. Please, go ahead. My, my God, you're talking like a radio host star. Were you like time a person com- or something? <laughs> time, time for commercials. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> well, so- millions of people are going to listen to this. We have, this has to be really good, professional seemingly. Yeah, okay, you billions of people. So here's the idea about uh, the name. And here's the story behind the name that I'm suggesting for this podcast. So we all know that there's this uh, online dating thing called OkCupid, okay right? But when you actually use that, uh, OkCupid okay turns out to be uh, okay. Because all of the strangers you meet are just, you know, random people and you you talk to them all the time uh and then you never see uh, each other again and we actually like we, we talk about this uh, thing uh uh and dating uh, like including dating uh, all the time so uh, and we, we basically talk about strangers as well so why don't we call this thing just okay stranger and besides all of just what i said uh i already have a logo for that and a website <laughs> Well, I mean, you're an okay Cupid. You're not trying to meet Cupid. I'm not trying to meet Cupid. I know. Right. Why? Yeah, so why like, would I be? Why would I be trying to meet Cupid? Cupid is fictional character. Well, I mean, for some. Believe me, I met enough of fictional characters. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into that with or without drugs but no but okay cupid is like that the idea behind okay cupid is like it's a challenge to cupid because you know cupid is supposed to be like that god type thing that's supposed to well it is a challenge it, it is a challenge for uh for you and me and it is, it is a challenge for those people who might listen to this uh thing that we're talking about so basically we are strangers to them and they're strangers to us yeah, but that's true of everybody. Everybody's a stranger. So exactly, so. and and also because we talk about like all kinds of stuff, uh, it's like we don't even have a theme because we talk about relationships. We talk about how electricity works. We talk about uh, like you know mothers, like anything, like everyday stuff. Except that people in everyday life don't talk about things we talk about. So. 
Yeah, but it's not like it's not. We don't talk about like strangers, right? Like, okay, stranger is like has something to do with strangers, right? It has nothing to do with Cupid has something to do with romance and people falling in love. I understand that, but stranger, it's like weird. In any case, like stranger is like a negative word. It's like a stranger is someone unfamiliar you don't know. Stranger danger. That's what little kids are taught when they're little, right? Stranger danger. So okay, stranger is like it's it's weird. I don't I don't. There's no. Like, okay, Cupid makes sense because it's like, uh, you know, okay, Cupid, what do you got, right? Okay, stranger, it's like, well, stranger, what are you doing here? Like, it should be like, what are you doing here, stranger? That would be a good name. But okay, stranger, it's like, nah, dude, why? Why okay? You're a stranger. Well, okay, stranger, what are you doing here? That'll be a terrible name. That would be a terrible I mean, it's, name. Right. it's a pretty long name. Okay, stranger, what are you doing here? So I think I mean I definitely don't think it should be okay stranger even though you have a logo which you know I like having things um in general but no I don't know about okay stranger I think maybe maybe what we should do is like talk our regular talk just like have our regular conversations and then like see where it goes you know like see what develops and then we'll figure out a name and for starters it's going to be like the Artem and Mila podcast or something like that it's boring. I mean, just about like Artem and Mila podcast. That's just boring. Even I don't want to listen to that. Uh, luckily, you don't have to. Uh, so you you get a free pass. But I mean, it's better than okay, stranger. I don't know. Like what you know what I mean? Like well, look, look, we all are strangers in a way. But I mean, we're I, also like, like even like y- you think you know me, and uh, I- I'm sure you know me. But at some point, there are things that that you still don't know about me. And I think I know you, but there is something I still don't know about you. So, like, we all are strangers uh, in a way, but not completely. That's deep. That's deep. But, but me and you, were like, not at all strangers. But it's true that there's always things you don't know about someone. Hey, I have an idea. Uh, you had a book signing event? Recently, what kind of a, so you, so let me let me throw this in. You you wrote a book like an actual paper book with words in it, and uh, you had an event in New York City somewhere. You'll tell us where exactly, and tell us what happened at the event. What was the event? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's true. Yesterday I had a book presentation party, which was in Manhattan on Fifth Avenue in uh, in a bookstore. Uh, it's it's called Saint Petersburg. Uh, bookstore and uh, I was like the star of the night with all the signing and reading and like people actually ask questions I really felt like I really felt weird and I felt like a like a fucking Hollywood star you are because where where is this bookstore located where is it uh it's it's on fifth avenue between 28th and 29th street in Manhattan New York City yeah uh, and is your book available for sale in this location, Fifth Avenue, yeah, Twenty Eighth Street? Yeah, obviously it's, it's there in Manhattan. Uh, so the bookstore is called Saint Petersburg Bookstore, and uh, it's also available in Brooklyn. It's available on uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, and um, Book Depository um, online store. Um, okay, okay, okay. And, I get it. And I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's like available. Everywhere. It's, it's like available everywhere. Does it have what? What am I thinking? A name? Does it have a name? 
Well, of course it has a name, but the book is in Russian. Do you want me to, te- to tell the name in Russian or... Uh, yes. Parol Sarafan, is that the one? Yeah, that's the one, Parol Sarafan. Finally, you learned it. I know, it my took me God, a while. It took, yeah, it took you like a year to learn the name of my book. That's true. Maybe another year I'll actually read it. That's not true. I started reading it like a while ago. I just never finished. Um, which is impressive because it's in Russian. Okay, so tell me what happened at this event. Like, how was it organized? What happened? I, I'm really curious. Well, uh, it was organized pretty uh, great because I was the one who actually organized that. <laughs> so I'm giving a little bit of credit for myself. Uh, like people came, we had some champagne, we were talking, uh, and basically, like most of the people that were there, I didn't even know them because uh, some friends who um, confirmed and who were like really excited about the the whole uh, event, and they were like, yeah, yeah, we're so coming, like uh, I'm gonna be there, I'll see you there. No one, no one that I knew, uh, that I know in person, no one really showed up. So I should really, I should really just stop calling them my friends. That's but, harsh. but instead of that, did they tell um, you like, did they say like, hey, sorry, I'm not gonna be able to make it, or they were just like, fuck you, Mila. Uh, well, I guess that's what it, uh, what it means. Well, once people go silent, I think oh, it so means they, they never, they never told you that they were gonna come, or how, how did, or did they actually? Well, so, uh. I I use different channels to invite people. Like I actually called, I send messages, uh, I uh, made this event on Facebook where people could uh, you know see all the details and basically just uh, press the button like interested or I'm going or fuck you Mila. Uh, and uh, according to all of that, uh, there should be like more uh, more people than uh, actually came yesterday. And they were like, yeah, yeah, like, every, every time I talk on the phone or, you know, in, in text messages, uh, all of those guys were like, yeah, that's, that's great, that's exciting, so I'll see you then. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And uh, none of them, like, none of, the, of those people who I invited personally, because obviously I know them, right, and I have the, the numbers and everything, none of them came. Wow. Instead of that, people people who I have no idea, uh, like who they are, those people came. So I'm like, okay, great, you should be like, yay, what's your name? <laughs> so yeah, I really, yeah, I really felt like a, like a star a little bit because uh, apparently there are people who are uh, like who are, who are following me and who are uh, interested in this stuff, and uh, they actually showed up. So that was pretty That's amazing. Fun. So, yeah. I mean, sucks that your friends didn't show up. It sounds like a sign of the times today. We should probably talk about that more, about what it means to be, like, friends and, like, social friends versus, like, intimate friends. But, like, okay, so... I can, I can co- tell you. I can tell you right now what it means to be friends. Go ahead. But I, I think... know about this event. Can we talk about the event? And then you can tell okay. me. Okay. I, I, just, I, I just have this brilliant uh, sentence about friendship, but okay, sure. I'll... I'll well, memorize that. <laughs> now, now I want to know what it is. But okay, fine. So let's let's talk about this event. So free champagne at this bookstore. You're uh, showing up. A lot of these people that you don't even know, they're like your fans. 
And uh, so, how did what what actually happened? Did you like read parts of your book, or like how long was like how long did the whole thing last? Tell me a little bit more about what happened. Well, the whole thing lasted uh, for like two hours, and wow. uh, yeah. Um, and uh, I I didn't I didn't uh, make them suffer uh, from all the uh, like listening because it's just boring to listen when it takes way too long you know so i i read just for like seven minutes uh and that was like a spoiler of the book because i intrigued them um i intrigued the audience by reading uh the very end but not uh at the end of the book but not the very end because uh like i left something that they they are the one who have to find out what how, like how the book ends so uh and they were like, okay, this is funny. Like, it, they actually took part in in that, um, like, reading and, and commenting and everything. It was like a discussion. Like, it wasn't even reading. It 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 just turned out to be a discussion about uh, about characters and about uh, media manipulation because this is what the book is about. Uh, and uh, oh, of course, I got this question: like, is the main character, uh, is the protagonist of the book, is actually me? Did I write her? Uh, like, so, did I talk about myself by writing, uh, by by creating that uh, character? Did you? So, uh, what do you think? I have no. I don't. I really have no idea. But probably yes, because because vanity. I don't know. Well, it's impossible. To, yeah, it's impossible to avoid that. Once you're writing about something, you like either way, you're gonna have your own ideas about stuff. So uh, it it might be not the character uh, like completely you. The character might might not be completely you, but uh, all of the characters have uh, your thoughts. Right. 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 And even when it's sure. and, and even when it's not fiction, uh, when it's nonfiction without uh, characters and everything, it's still you. That's that's deep. You know what's crazy? So that's pretty deep. But what's crazy is it's also true in real life. About about what do you mean? What do you mean? Like where, like other people in your head are still you. Um, sort of, but, like, yes and no. Yeah, well, that's, not, I, that's not very I guess precise. That's, well, uh, I guess that's me again, trying to uh, be uh, agreeing and disagreeing at the same time, because this is usually what happens. This is what happens. Uh, so I, I know for sure that um, if you, and this is like a uh, psychological fact, but the things that uh, annoy you in other people uh, is basically who you are. Well, I think that's, that's probably true. That's probably true. But I think like what, what I'm saying is when, when you're thinking that what somebody would say in some situation or just spontaneously, like in your mind, that's you talking to yourself. So you're like kind of, right? It's the same thing as in the book. Like, I'm not saying like actually communicating with a real person, but I'm saying like when you're thinking about like something another person would say to you, it's you talking to yourself. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, you know, the, the good news is you, you have the ability to think. So that's the good news. Yeah, but but I'm saying like 
I don't think most people realize that. Like, I didn't realize that for a Most people are stupid, you know that. And uh, we got to listen. I think we're going to do something about this uh, uh, podcast because I'm usually mean to people, and you know that. Uh, and I'm people usually... Want. People and I'm want usually... mean. People want meanness. That's and, what people the... like. I will be good cop. You will be bad cop. I'm not even trying to be bad. It's just I'm well, I'm, and I'm not doing that intentionally. It's just you're not bad. Talk... You're just born that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm you're just yeah, drawn. I'm just... You're just drawn that way, Jessica exactly. Rabbit. I'm just that bad. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. You just called our entire audience stupid, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so well, look, not not uh, not exactly because I don't really know our audience uh, and we don't really have any audience yet. So, what are you talking uh, about? This is being listened to by people. Oh my god, am I live? Am I live yes. right You're now? You're being broadcast right now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the stats. There's 4,300 people listening to this right now. 4,300? Oh, it sucks. Yeah. It's not enough. I thought, it would be, not, yeah, I thought it would be a million by now. I think it's okay for our first try. Um, so, uh, moving moving along so you were there for two hours and there was an actual like convert so did these people already read your book or or they some, were kind of brand new so some of them read the book already because uh like it was it was published in may I, it just took me that long to buy that champagne okay <laughs> so so that's so that's cool so they so some of them already read your book you're saying some of them read uh, books. Some of them uh, haven't read the book before the event, um, but they were all like excited, uh, and they were like, "Oh my god!" I'm like talking uh, to uh, to writer who's alive. I'm like, "Well, of course I'm alive. I'm like right here." <laughs> nice. Apparently, people get excited when they are uh, talking to a writer who's not dead. Oh, uh, by the way, stupid, but at the same time, funny thing happened. Like a friend of mine showed up and. Uh, and uh, uh, he is like in his um, late forties, and uh, he was like, "Okay, I, Mila, are you gonna sign the book uh, for me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And he goes, "Yeah, uh, please uh, write something uh, like awesome for me because uh, when you're dead, I'm I'm gonna become rich, and I'm even younger than he is." <laughs> I'm like, wow. well, well, like, thank you. I'm, not that I'm planning to die any soon, but anytime soon. But well, thanks for showing up. <laughs> Does he know something you don't know? I don't know. He's he's just a dentist, and so he has a, like a very uh, weird sense of humor, like all the doctors. So fair, fair. Uh, all of the doctors. Um, I mean, this is my revenge. I mean, he, he buried me alive yesterday. And I signed a book for him. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, when you die. And he's like 15 years older than me. But that's really cool. I think people, I don't know, I think that's really cool. Like, I didn't know that people kind of turn out for these book things. and uh, But it's cool that they still sort of respect the idea of a writer. I think that's that's a, that's a cool thing. I think we're kind of moving further and further away from, like, actual authors with actual books. Yeah, I was I was surprised people showed up. Uh, uh, I, I was su- surprised as well that, that people showed up because, like, 
if, if I had to go to, like, if I had an option to go to some book setting by some Mila, I'd be like, who the hell is Mila? Why, why should I go there? Like, I wouldn't go to my own event if I didn't know me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's terrible. I know, I know. I'm that, uh, apparently I'm that judgmental. So, is, um, yeah. But you don't really go to, like, writer events, do you? No. No, but it's you not. Don't, it's you not, don't care. You don't care about other writers. You're like screw other writers. No, it's not about that. It's just um, like I don't really see the point. Why do I have to get that uh, signature from some person? I don't really know. Um, and like, what am I supposed to do with this uh, autograph? Like, why do I? Uh, why do I need it? Or why should I take a picture with that person? We're not friends. I mean, you, you you remember I told you that uh, I uh, like uh, I hang out with uh, I hang out with uh, Jason Statham. I didn't take any pictures with him. He was like floating with uh, his ass off with me. He was hitting on me, but uh, I didn't take it. Like I have no proof of that because I don't really take pictures with people like famous people that are you know relatively famous. Uh, because why would I? We're not friends. How how convenient. What do you mean? saying you know you hung out with Jason Statham but there's no pictures because you don't take pictures oh well yeah you you, you can uh, you can absolutely think that uh, I'm just bullshitting you but I know it happens so I don't really care what you think fair, fair. <laughs> I would totally take a picture if I was hanging with Jason Statham I would I would do it but then again, well, I'm sure you have like an author that you really, really like that you would want to have something signed by. Well, he's dead now, so I don't really have that chance. You don't have any like living authors that you really enjoy? Um, actually, I, I like some authors that are still alive, which apparently, uh, like yesterday, I figured out that I'm not... Um, I'm not enjoying that. I mean, at some point, uh, uh, I don't know, being a star or something, like answering all the questions, which are pretty much the same questions. Because so Give me an example. What did they ask you? You know, like the, uh, the obvious stuff, like how did you come up with these characters? Well, did you like uh, just describe someone you know, or uh, was it like a... a I don't know, like four people, and then you combine them all into one character of the book, which is like it's it's the the, the most primitive question you can ever ask. Or uh, like, what are your Ouch. plans? What are your plans for future? Well, I'm sorry, I'm just good with questions. You know that I'm I'm really good with questions, and uh, I mean sometimes like I I still ask boring questions, but um, questions should be really good. Like if you. If there's something you cannot find uh, uh, on Google, this is when you ask a question. Okay. But, like, how are they going to find on Google how you came up with your characters? True. So, uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just, maybe it just seems boring to me because I know uh, what it takes to, to create a character. And uh, like at the same time, I realize that people have no idea how 
writers work and how uh, things work when it comes to writing. And they'll get really excited about that. But I'm not excited about that because this is like, you know, my work. I'm not even thinking about, oh my God, okay, so here I am, I'm sitting in front of my laptop and I'm creating a character. Okay, so this character should have red hair or this character should be sarcastic or it, it doesn't work like that. It's not like I'm uh, scrolling through my Facebook friends uh, and trying to figure out, okay, so I'm taking this and this and this person and it's going to be character number one in the book. It's not about that, it's just... Yeah, yeah I know, and so, someone who said that, well, apparently, I don't like answering all the questions, and like, I just realized what I'm really doing right now is I'm, I'm just a- answering your questions. Yeah, yeah, you really hate answering questions. <laughs> I, can, I can hear it in your voice. Three, yeah. o- three hours later. Yeah. But, so, you, so you know how much I hate answering these questions. Um, yeah, and, okay, you know, sure. three hours later, and here's how I create my characters. Next question, please. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I, I think, it, you know what it is, like, writing, I think, is one of those things that uh, it's very intuitive for some people to do, and it's, it's, for some people, like, it's impossible. Like, for me, for example, like, it's impossible to draw. Like, for me to paint seems like something magical like a person who can paint like like a really real like a realistic painting uh it for me is like you might as well just tell me you just do magic like at home you like you literally like have an incantation and shit because like i couldn't i can't paint anything like i can't touch it like i can't do it like i can't paint a line crazy like nothing and these people kind of like intuitively like naturally paint these masterpieces like to me that's something completely unintelligent. Like, I can't wrap my head around it because I just can't do it. It's not, a, it's not in my brain. I think it's a, the writing is the same for some people. Like, I think some people just can't imagine how you just boom and have a story, which is actually how you do it, right? You just, you just boom and you have a story, like, out of your butt, like, boom, like, story like a book, right? And you're like, well, I don't know. I just do it. Like, I don't know. I don't even think about it. I just do it. Like, and these, and these people are like, what do you mean? Like, what's the steps? Like, what are the process? Like, how does it work? Like, they don't understand. Like, to them, it's magic, you know? I think that's what it is. Like, and I think people who can write, like you, kind of just like, well, you don't understand the other people, right? You don't understand, well, what do you mean it's not natural? What do you mean, like, you don't understand how this works? Like, it's just so intuitive it's just so natural it's just like eating or drinking or no that's no you, you know yeah. what it's this is not what i uh, think well when they ask me these questions I, i'm like well uh you gotta be you gotta have this uh skill you gotta have this uh uh you know special power to be able to put the words together that would make some sense i'm like feeling like i'm better than than others <laughs> it's, it's kind of bad but it's good well, I mean, if you can write a book and someone can, then in that sense, you're better than them, right? In terms of... Yes, yeah, so, yeah, of course. Right? Like, in terms in, of writing terms a of book, writing. you're better. Of course. Well, like, you're, you're one book better than someone who's never written a book. It's not, you know, that's not like a, a totality evaluation. It's in terms of writing books versus someone who's never written a book, you're better. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I'm compared to other people who write books, uh, 
like under the same um, category, I, I guess. Uh, that'll be a competition. So why would I compete with other writers uh, when I can be the best around people who cannot write books? <laughs> there you go. Now you're getting it. Okay, cool. So sounds like this was a pretty cool event. I'm yeah, glad it was. It turn, turned out well. I am happy to have a podcast with a celebrity. And uh, that we... Do not, not, gonna... not expect me to die first because you're older than me, even though you're older a little bit, but do not expect me to die first. I, uh, I would never. And, uh, but make sure you die, right? Make sure you sign all my book copies before you do. Um, all right. Very, very cool. Very cool. So now, okay. So yeah, so you had this brilliant thing you wanted to say about friends. Yeah. So friendship means, um, yeah, let me. If we had a commercial break, this would be like a perfect time for a commercial break. Yeah, let's, let's sign up like a Samsung or something. Um, we should. We should sign something up. While Mila's looking up her sentence, please visit <laughs> our sponsor, <laughs> the sponge to end all sponges. It will wash, it will unwash, it will clean your things. Always very good. Okay, so... Uh, Surprisingly, I cannot remember my own words by heart, so I'm just going to open that because this is what I'm using in this new book that I'm working on. And, uh, like, when I came up with that saying, uh, like, sometimes, well, not sometimes, actually, but most of the time when I'm, I'm writing stuff, I'm, I'm enjoying that myself. Like, if I read that in... Uh, someone else's book, I'll probably make a, a snapshot uh, uh, or uh, I would write down that quote from the book or something like it. <laughs> Artem, I'm so quotable as an author. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love what I read my stuff. It's so quotable. I just want to take a snapshot of it. Put it, put it on the wall. It's great. <laughs> why, why are you talking like Louis C.K.? <laughs> it's wonderful. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> I wish I wish I read things I write in other books, but I don't. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I just it just took me over for a second. It happens. So I found this. Uh... Lion, do you want to hear about what real friendship is? Like who, who, who the real friend is? So a real friend is... So listen to me. A real friend is someone who empathizes and sympathizes, rejoices and admires longer than out of politeness. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. I think that has value. I think that... It, but it's not like... But good good friends can be, you know, they can be hard on you, too. They're not all just, like, fluffy and positive. A good friend can give you, like, what the fuck, you know? Like, they can give you, 
they they can set you straight too, you know? I think that's part of being a good friend is like to be like, look, you're being an asshole right now. Right? Yeah, true, but they're doing that uh, like well, that's exactly basically that's exactly what I mean because if uh, if someone who is not your friend, uh, like someone who is not your friend will not do that for you. Because you will try to be polite. Yeah, I think I think I'll agree with that. So today it's kind of like uh, well, I'm not like an authority on friendships because I travel a lot. So it's kind of, I'm in a different situation. It's, it's difficult for friends to sort of catch up to me um, in terms of like just contact, I mean. Uh, but I think under normal circumstances, like what, what I've seen and experienced, I think, yeah, I think we have a lot, like so, so, so many more acquaintances than we do friends. But we don't, I think we don't realize how many more of people who we think are friends are actually our acquaintances. And there's a huge gap between those two things. Because people keep socializing, that's what they do. They don't really understand who their real friend is, or maybe they're just having a little chit-chat with someone, or they're just being social. But that seems like it's, this is the trend. It looks like the trend is more and more and more contacts less and less and less commitment to those contacts. You know what I mean? Like, the the sphere of contacts is, is continuing to radiate out because it's much, much easier to be connected to someone today than it was before. Right? Before, you have to talk to someone. You have to, like, write things on paper for a long time. And then you have to, like like physically mail that paper to someone like I read something where there was a uh, researcher who was sent to research um, Buddhism in uh, Tibet from France and uh, so he uh, uh, so he he went out to he went out to Tibet he was researching that stuff his commissions, uh, someone at the university where he was sent out from canceled his commissions. Basically, we're not going to fund you anymore. You have to stop and you have to come back. Uh, that message didn't come back to, didn't reach this person for like two years. Wow, that's this was like in the, Yeah, this is like in the 16, 1700s. So, so for two years like he didn't get that letter and then when he finally got it two years later he left Tibet and went back to France but like it took two years like we're talking about like horses and by foot and blah 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 like you know what I mean like crossing mountain ranges and shit like they didn't have airplanes you know they had to go by and they didn't even have like steamships yet right they had sail ships yeah Wi-Fi yeah Wi-Fi back then was really slow Two years. <laughs> very, very slow, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, like, at that point, you know, like, to have a contact with someone means a lot. That's, like, more investment that most people put into any of their contacts today. You know, you want to write someone a letter, you want to, like, communicate with someone, that's a letter that's going to take weeks to get to them in the best case, you know? There's no telephone or anything. Today, it's like the opposite, right? It's like you can be in touch with someone instantaneously without doing shit. So, like, you feel like you have a lot more relationships than you really do because what you really have is a Rolodex. You have a list of contacts 
but that's I think that's where it ends, like and for a lot of for a big percentage of it. How ironic is that? Uh, so now we we all have a lot of acquaintances, but not uh, friends, uh, and it's it's more about the quantity than about the quality. And at the same time, more, uh, a lot of services uh, are available for people to get the things you can get for free from your actual friends. Yeah, I think it is ironic. And I, I think maybe what's happening is it's like the, the, the system of friends is, has transformed and no one realized. Because like 100, like, you know, more than 100 years ago, like 200 plus years ago, you needed friends. Like you had to have friends to get basic things done. Because it was hard to do everything. Like, we didn't have, you know, electricity. We didn't have, like, lights, you know. Like, anything you want to do, you had to have friends who can help you to do it. Because you physically, like, there was no internet. There was no information. There was hardly any books, right? It was, books were expensive to print. Um, so, and, and there weren't a lot of them printed. Not a lot of people could even read or write, right? So, like, you had to have friends to, to get things done in the world, so your friends... Yeah, and now, yeah, and now you can hire people to do that, which well, is you no longer, kind of crazy. You get everything, well, you don't need to have anyone anymore. You can completely live on your own and be entirely sustained. You can have the food, you can have entertainment, you can have travel, you can have your hobbies, you want to start a business, you want to not start a business. Whatever you want to do, you can do by yourself now. You can like go like on the internet, figure out what you what you need to do and do it, or you know like buy a ticket somewhere and fly somewhere the next day, any time of day. Like it's crazy. You can do everything now on your own. Like you can just use the service economy or the, the product economy, and you know Amazon will send it to your door or whatever, right? Like you don't need friends anymore. You you have business that kind of enables your needs. So friends now kind of took a completely different role, right, in society, you, you kind of, they're more of a, a nice to have, right, they're kind of like, you know, they're socialized, and they'll support you emotionally, and all that kind of stuff, which is still, you know, that's still important, but it's not like live or die important, you know? Right, because you can pay for that service uh, to shrink, and get the same emotional support, even that bit, right, like, even that emotional bit that friends provide, you're right, like, you know, you can, in theory, go to a doctor, but, and, but you know, that's not the same, that's not the same kind of substitute, but all the things that, in the past, we needed friends to survive, like, you know, friends, you would get together and, like, I don't know, like, build a house or something, you know what I mean, like, you needed friends to just live, right, like, you, you had to have them, otherwise you would be, like, you'd die, you'd just die, you'd die in the street, like, by yourself, like, starving, because no friends, right, that's not the case anymore in, like, you know, civilized society, so friends, like, are no longer critical, so now that they're no longer critical, what's happening, like, the more friends you have, the more, it's no longer, like, for the criticality of them, now it's more kind of, like, you know, to get the likes, to have, like, social status, like, to feel good about yourself, that you have all these friends, it's like it's a feel-good, it's a feel-good friendship rather than a, a necessity friendship, 
and you know and the whole like facebook and everything else is kind of a uh um a catalyst for it um you know what i mean like it's no longer it's just for the it's just for like the feels like a lot of friends now are for the feels they're not really like there's no emotional connection or intellectual connection or any kind of connection like they're just kind of you know oh i i know you because i've seen you somewhere and now now i have you in my list of people on facebook and you know sometimes you're going to like my stuff and that will make someone a friend it's crazy it's crazy you wouldn't believe that I'm emotionally connected with the, all the 2,000 people on Facebook that I'm friends with. <laughs> You're right. I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't uh, believe it. <laughs> you, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very friendly. friendly. I'm very friendly. <laughs> I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 what it means to be human is changing very very quickly. Like in the last hundred years, it's changed, and then I think what you know what I think happened. I think what happened was this thing where like you no longer need friends to survive happened pretty slowly over the last hundred years or so, and especially maybe in the last I don't know forty fifty years, right? The industrial revolution has made that possible. But we never had the technology to kind of enable that, to kind of like realize what that means, right? So it kind of happened, but nothing really changed that much because people were still pretty disconnected. And so you still kind of needed that physical interaction in your neighborhoods or whatever. Now with the digital stuff, like with the digital interactions and digital socializations, all the social networking, um, it sort of provided something we didn't realize happened right like it kind of it made a technology for something that we didn't realize existed which is a a, a transformation of friendships right like that technology i think is is kind of a, a an, an intuitive result of the fact that friendships started m- meaning less to people so what do you think it should mean to people I don't I don't know that there is a should, right? I don't know that there is a should should because like uh all of these things are defined by our culture at the time, right? So like now with today's culture with the fact that you know, we have like economic prosperity, we have all our needs kind of addressed. Um we have kind of the tools to kind of stay alive and be happy. Well, be fat and happy, not like content necessarily, but be fat and happy. Um, what what friends are and why friends are important has changed. I don't I don't know that there is a should. Like I don't know that there's a kind of a prescriptive like here, you know, this is what it, what's good to be a friend. I mean, you can look at I guess like back in the day of like philosophers like you know the aristotles and the socrates of the world like 2000 years ago and they talked about friendships and they talked about different kinds of friendships and they talked about these very same things they talked about like what it means to be a friend and to them like friendship was one of the most important things in the world it was like possibly the most important thing like friendship was the most important thing in life to many of these um philosophers um 
and they would write a lot of stuff about like what it means to be a true friend um and maybe that kind of th- those things are what we need to bring back like the the real deep virtues of friendships and like in terms of like what you know in terms of what you wrote like being um you know enthusiastic being supportive being like truly caring about what's going on in the other person's life um you know kind of like sharing life's uh values with someone else sounds kind of like a marriage i guess but that's coming back to our concept of friendage oh friendage yeah i think it's a completely separate uh uh subject to talk about friendage but you know what what i just thought about like uh they call it friends with benefits but it's not really being friends like when it's with the benefits it's more like acquaintances with benefits because you know mm. like let, let's face it you're not I really like friends it. you're not really friends when you the benefits when it's just, yeah, when it's, it's not, mostly yeah. about when it's mostly about the benefits Yeah, it's, that's not like the person that's going to go like bail you out of jail, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's not the person you're going to call. So they shouldn't oh really call it friends with benefits. They should really call it acquaintance with benefits. Or just or just yeah. basically, you know, some person with benefits. Or like, I don't know, dick person. <laughs> <laughs> the pussy, let's call it like that. The pussy and the dick. Let's well, name what they really mean. People never call things what they really mean. Did you ever have yeah, a friend true. call you to bail you, to bail them out of jail? Did I to you? no, because I'm not friends with uh, those people, or maybe they just managed not to uh, be arrested, or maybe I just never heard that phone call. Maybe they did. Never heard. No, actually, no. <laughs> you, you I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that never they happened. thought they thought you were their friend, and you're like, oh, this is an acquaintance with Ben. Well, they they know I'm not rich, so there's no point to call me. Oh, I can't really. Actually, have it happened to me once. Really? Um, so yeah, I was you... I was at work in downtown Manhattan, and I get a phone call, and it's it's from my man. Uh, we'll call him Mr. G. And uh, Mr. G is on the phone. Goes, Artem, listen. And I wasn't expecting a call. I didn't know what what's going on. You know, I had no idea. He's like, Artem, listen. I'm, you know, I'm in downtown Brooklyn right now. I am in custody. I need you to come down here, like fill out some paperwork, and get me out of here. And I'm like, and I'm, you know, I'm having a great time with this. I'm like, so they finally caught you, huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they finally got you. I was like, well, let me see. I mean, like, it's kind of five o'clock. I was planning to work for another like two, three hours. So, you know, like, maybe like I can get you in a few hours. He's like, Artem, you know, like you don't understand. Like, you need to come. Re-. Like, he got really, really serious. <laughs> he got really serious. You got, like, you don't understand. Like, I'm in a jail cell with a fat guy named something <laughs> and and he doesn't look friendly and you need to come here right now and you need to get me out of here <laughs> like he was not joking i have never heard him being so scared and i'm like all right dude i'm just kidding i'm just gonna go and get you so yeah so i dropped everything i was doing and i um i went to get him uh turns out like he there was some kind of like a traffic violation that 
and then they thought he looked like some suspect that they were trying to chase down, even though he looked nothing like the suspect, like different like nationality and everything, but whatever. Um, well, so maybe yeah, they actually, just, well, maybe they just have uh, had like a plan to catch five people from the road. You know, like five people maybe. a day. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so they were just but, trying you know, to stick to the plan. They were just doing their job. This this was like a little this was like a little Jewish kid <laughs> from Brighton, <laughs> curly haired, like you know, that just got stopped in the wrong part of the street for no good reason. Um, and yeah, they took him in. <laughs> I don't know why they took him in. It's so stupid. Um, yeah. So yeah, I came over and I, um, I, I got him out. <laughs> wow. Talk about, talk about situations. Yeah. That was so funny on the phone though. He was like, Artem, you don't understand. Like you need to, cause he was like calling from one of those like jail phones, I guess. Right. Like he wasn't calling me from his cell phone. Like he was calling me on one of those like precinct phones. The, the, the ones they, they show in movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're like uh, trying to make that phone call and there's like a huge uh, guy standing behind you who's either to rape you or and you're just making that phone really fast. Exactly. This is what they show exactly. in, in, in all the movies. Yeah. I, this is what I imagined that phone call was like. This is what wow. I imagined happened. Yeah. Well, sounds like you are a good friend. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. I mean, I kind of, I, I mean, I kind of knew it already, but looks like you're also good to other people. That's good to know. I'm friends with, with a good person. If you're ever in jail, I'll help you out. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so well, feel free to feel feel free to commit all of the crimes that you are planning to commit. Nah, it's too late. I'm over him. I'm over him already. It's too late. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do bad things to him anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, actually, uh, a pretty good uh, wish that I, uh, like, you know, uh, at my birthday, people called me and texted me, uh, like, saying happy birthday, wishing me uh, stuff. And uh, something that I remembered, uh, that was actually from my... X, 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 like a long time ago, X. And he, he called me and wished me not to have anything um, with uh, uh, attorneys and doctors, at least this year. I mean, until like next birthday. I mean, that's that's pretty good wish. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you for joining wish you to have nothing to do with attorneys or doctors except as your closest friends for the whole next year this was the artem and mila podcast tell your friends tell your relatives don't tell your mama till next time